You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Sitting at ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. With Daniel Spencer. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Jeremy Wallman. I'm the best in the world at what I do. And Justin Kruger. Your arms are just too short to box with God. And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Wallman. And alongside Broken 55, I am the obsolete mule known as Brother JK. I mean, it's different every week, and I, lo- I, lo- I kind of like, like it, it, even though I hate him. Uh, yeah, I, I like it, but I, I don't know, was that supposed to be a Matt Hardy, like a, a, a that was bro- You wouldn't know Broken Brilliance if it bit you in the rear end. That was How absolutely Broken Brilliance. Oh, see, I don't, I don't watch crap. The seven deities request me to be consistent with my chameleon of a gimmick, you obsolete mule. You, you don't watch crap, but yet you, you could tell me any... Never mind. I'm, I'm leaving well, off that this week. Well, the uh, he's wearing a Samoa Joe shirt, and you know what? Speaking of Samoa Joe, that was the shirt. I got a Samoa Joe shirt of that mystery box thing. Right. I put it on the you know the web the um the the, the Instagram and the Twitter. I put it on there, and uh, it was uh, it was pretty cool that every shirt that I got was a shirt I didn't already have. I liked. I mean, I had neither one of those. Didn't have a Samoa Joe shirt. Didn't have. Well, I had a Goldberg shirt, but not that Goldberg shirt. And then the Carmella shirt you got, you had, didn't have it. No, so it was, was Nia Jax. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, it was a Nia Jax shirt. And it said, I'm not like most. And I thought, oh, no, it's probably not like most girls. I'm not going to wear that shirt. And it says most. That's all it says. It stops. I was like, I actually wear that. It's pink and black, kind of Bret Hartish. I like it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll do it. If you, you know? get a Samoa Joe shirt, it's got to come with like a little tape of Joe just screaming, Regal! What's well, it's that you were in his first shirt he came out with. The one, the one I have is the last one. He actually he just wore it the other day on Raw. So um, it's the one that has like the, I guess, the. Shape of California on it or whatever, but this so. is objectively the best one though because it seemed like the old uh, Roots of Fight style shirts that you see with like Ali Tyson, oh, or yeah, 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 yeah. etc. Has that style, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and I love that uh, WB does all that with the vintage shirts. Anyways, I love those. Those are my favorite shirts they put out. I got the Randy Orton one in NWO, and I got a Stone Cold. It's my favorite. You know what I'm talking about? The vintage, yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah. are those are the best. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> we, I don't know how we got off track, but we want to say hello to everybody across the, you know, the country that's listening to us and, you know, we got listeners worldwide. I, worldwide we are worldwide. Like, get, we tell them some examples. worldwide. Well, here's the thing. So we, there are two biggest cities that listen to us are obviously our home city of Louisville. And then the second one that actually gets more few, more more hits than, than Louisville is Tokyo. Tokyo, Tokyo, Japan. We're a big hit overseas. That, that's what they say. You make it over in Japan, and then you come back in the big leagues, and you kill it. I've actually been learning a little bit of Japanese just to say hi to our friends, give them a little bit of knowledge. Y'all want to hear it? Go ahead. Let's do it. All right. Excuse me if the inflection is not correct. I'm learning. Watashi, wabaka, tu, hatarite. Imasu. 
I hope you said something that wasn't offensive because no one here will Jeremy. It could have been. I'm working with idiots. <laughs> you just showed us a phone of what it said. It says those of you in America. Christ Almighty, I, I knew it was too. Good those to of be you true. in or those of you in other countries, but speak English and don't speak Japanese. It's I'm working with idiots. Now I don't know who he's talking about. It must be his other job outside of this one because it's definitely not me and J.K. See, and Ricky uh, Chevy's not here, so hi. I've got it all wrong. I'm speaking different languages, but I'm trying. Uh, to the loyal uh, listeners in Japan, I will be learning. I'll, I'll be bringing you a new uh, statement every week, and maybe next time I won't tell them what I'm actually saying. Oh, you're Lordy. also trying to learn Spanish, but you're not going to fool me with that because I'm actually fluent in that language. Okay, so gave me the heads up. I need to find a different language to insult JK in. Gotcha. Well, you can go French. You can be like Rene Dupree. More like <laughs> Rene Young. I don't know. No, what? No, Let's not talk about because I mean that's a beautiful language. So my best friend <laughs> Kevin Owens is very fluent in French Canadian. But as French he showed Canadian you all is different from from French, like over in France. See, si. uh, that's, that's not even French. We. Oui. Where's your mute button at? <laughs> We're mute. Yes, right. I have control of the mute button. Anyway, but all right, all right. Shout out so, to my guy, Face of America. Actually, speaking of shout outs, you know I've uh, we've. This podcast has been launching. We're on episode eleven right now, um, and you know we're we're building this thing up, and it's getting bigger and bigger every week. And I do appreciate all the supporters, but I definitely wanted to give shout outs to some of these other podcasts out there that not only are doing the same thing we're doing, and it's not a competition thing. We really are not trying to compete. It's all about sharing and networking. And the guys, they're, they're Steve and Eric of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, they're out of Chicago. They do a great show. They they kind of do topical shows like we do, and they, they have fun with it, and they do giveaways and stuff, which one day we'll, we'll start on some giveaways too. I don't want to no. steal their thunder, but uh, we're, we're going to give away all your stuff, Jeremy. That's what no, we're going to do. Never. But uh, those guys are great, and it's a great show to listen to. It's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. Uh, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. They follow us, and we follow each other on Twitter and all the other social media. So check those guys out. Give them give them a holler. And it's about a, their shows are about an hour, hour and a half, kind of like ours. Uh, good guys, and I love their I love the concept what they do. And uh, maybe one day we'll network and have like a dual show in the future or something. That possible. sounds cool. I'm not giving away any of my stuff. I won all four of my championships off of eBay. <laughs> well, you did win. You did win them, right? You right. Had to win them. Well, I, I selected sure pay now. Didn't go over. <laughs> right when that, it was like one second to go, and you hit the yeah. The, pay it now. No, I just paid it. Paid it now for all now. of them. I'll pay it now. You don't want to do the whole auction and really try to win it. No, no because none of them could beat me in real life. I would thump every one of them. <laughs> I'm six foot seven, three hundred thirty pounds of just. You don't want to mess with me, so. See, when you so warning, yourself like that, you gotta say it like with the inflection of a bully ray. Just, I'm 6'4, 295, and I'm Quadzilla, baby. Well, see, the problem with that is Bully Ray's only 5'7. So, but we'll get to him. And I, it's funny you mentioned him because we're gonna get to him in a little bit. Yeah, so, you know, it's, um, it's pretty awesome uh, what's, uh, you know, just out there in the networking side. And I did happen to interact with another very, very big podcaster out there that. That um you know has a great I mean just a, a very successful podcast um it's a, it, well it's kind of small though it's a little show called Talk Is Jericho um <laughs> I thought you were going to mention the nest uh that 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 you're talking about my podcast. I was talking about wrestling podcasts though not sports podcasts well, okay I'll you're, forgive all, you're you. on the nest well right. you know the nest is not airing wrestling right now is sports. so 
What's that? Oh, wrestling like is sports. It's covered on ESPN. It's sports entertainment. Yeah, it's sure. Um, it was predetermined like boxing, but anyways, titles. <laughs> but anyway, and the so NBA allegedly. I had the privilege, and then yeah, the NBA. Well, oh man, we can go on a whole another. We can have a show about that and just segue called you know. We can do a sports show or something one time. I don't know. People won't listen. Maybe I seen I seen you try to one up my best friend picture. You know, I took pictures with Bailey and Kevin Owens over the last month. My my homies, and I seen you you, you went to Trixie's and tried people, to one up the people picture. People in Tokyo don't know what that is, so that's fine. Yeah, I went to Trixie's. Right, 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 right. Can we explain to them what it is? No, no, no. I don't. I don't want them to think less of us than they already do. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. And I seen that you took a picture with a little. Band called Fuzzy. A band called a little band called who? Fuzzy. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh F O Z Z Y there, buddy, called Fozzy. Yeah, he was so, a Muppet, right? I had the privilege <laughs> this heel Jeremy. I had the privilege of uh hanging out, literally hanging out with the one, what? the only Chris Jericho. The Lionheart himself. Yes I did. So, you know, mm. it was pretty cool. Glad they I were wasn't in, there. They were in town. For their Fozzie tour that's all, that he's doing right now, as I, you know, he's not currently wrestling the WWE at the moment. He's off for a couple months, and while he's off, he's out uh, um, promoting his new single, the band Fozzie's new single, Judas, which is a great song. Which you know what? Actually, why don't we play it for everybody right now? Check it out.
All right. So, what'd you think of the song? I mean, if you like that kind of music, it was solid. I, that's not my cup of tea, but mm-hmm. I'm not never going to hate on uh, the goat. What do you What do you think, J.K. of the song? Um, it's a good song, but if you ask me to rank it like all time, it's not going to replace it. The uh, balls to the wall cover they did a while back. Well, that's a cover, though. This is original. This is original song. Oh yeah, original stuff. I want to say it's maybe second or third still. So yeah. it's top five, okay. but I need to listen to it a few more times. Maybe I'll warm up <clears> to it. Well, I uh, the song uh, is number one um, at, on the metal and rock charts on iTunes. Uh, big single. Um, their their YouTube video. Check it out. Also online, they got over over uh, almost two million views on the video. The video is pretty cool. I mean, they actually filmed it in uh, DDP's DDP Yoga's little spot in Atlanta. Cool, so cool. it's pretty cool there. And um, it was a great song. But it, I went to the concert. Uh, got the did the VIP. So that's why I said I get to hang out with him. VIP was pretty cool. You get like a special side concert with Jericho. Literally, he comes down on one of the songs. It was a it was a uh, Van Halen cover. Um, I can't think of the name of the song now, but he comes down and he's singing it. He walks over to, and you're like, I'm having my camera on. He comes up and does a side by side. We're, we're like jamming, singing together in the mic, some Van Halen. And for some reason, I'm mad because my camera, my phone was on camera mode and not video mode. So I was like snapping pictures instead of being able to do a video. But, you know, still, I have the moment to cherish. And the video is on, 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 online. You can find it, or the pictures, I mean, are online. Um, Huh. But anyways, that was pretty cool. Then I got to uh, you know autograph signing, picture taking. You know, as you alluded earlier, that I did get a picture taken with Jericho and the rest of the band Fozzie, which I do love. The rest of the band, even though you chopped him out of my picture, by the way, that wasn't me that did that. You, right? You know, I I, I like the other guys. You know, yeah, um, it didn't prove my point. The other guys didn't prove my point. So the the question that for those that are familiar with where the venue was, the uh, the hot question going around the internet. Uh, that people want to know is, did was the buffet added in for no extra charge? No, man. No, 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 no. Look, it was at a strip club, okay? And even Jericho <laughs> made jokes about it on his uh, all throughout the day. But it was at a strip club. But the, the Trixie's... You had to pay extra for the buffet? That kind of sucks. The Trixie's is, is actually getting away. The, the, and there's no you can hardly have a strip club anymore in this in this in this state because of the law. You really can't you can't get nude. So there's no point in going to a strip club. So actually, Trixie's is turning it into they're getting rid they're phasing out the strippers anyway. So the side of the when you walk in there, the left is the uh, the strippers, the right is the bar slash stage concert area. I you never have to you don't even I didn't even know I was in a strip club. Until I had to like look over on the other side and go, oh, there's a pole there. I guess I am in a strip club, but um, but anyways, it was a it was a great um, great show. Uh, the Sons of Texas King opened up for him, and then uh, and then of course Fozzie comes out and Jericho does his whole. I mean, he literally like you can tell when he when the when the when like the red lights on kind of deal like he puts on the show, man. Because like we're hanging out before, you could tell he was kind of tired and you know they just played in. Um, I think it was Knoxville the night before, and the next day he's got to go drive up to they're driving to Milwaukee. So I mean, he's like, there's a lot of driving there they're doing on this tour bus, and he's he's not he's not big big on them. I mean, he's like riding in the bus with them. Right. So like, um, you could tell he's tired. He's talking to us, but like right when it's time for a camera or a mo or whatever he's doing, boom, he snaps like he's he's in mo he's in Jericho mode. He's in lead singer Fozzy mode. Whatever it is, it's kind of cool. You can see that. Um, what was the name? I... Chris, big fan of yours ever since I was a little kid. Mongoose McQueen. started wrestling. Yeah. No. Uh, what was the name of the game show that he was the host of for that one season? This, remember, 
stuff was on a conveyor belt and it went over a cliff if you didn't answer questions correct. Oh, uh... It was a great idea. It was probably just ahead of its time, but it was like, I forgot the concept of the actual show, but stuff fell over a cliff if you didn't answer a question right or didn't bank it or something like that. It it was a great... I was like probably... Uh, Downfall? Downfall. That was the name of it. Downfall. Okay. I I believe you if you say, say that, Mr. Easter... No, that was the name of the show. I mean, that doesn't sound right, but I'm not just I'm not arguing with you. Okay, here's a picture. Downfall. Oh. That, that's your porn popping up <laughs> from Trixie's. Here's a picture. Downfall. It was downfall. Okay, this is it. There's no porn. <laughs> Gosh, you want to make people really think that's it's true? It's not JK's laptop. So. So anyway, so. <laughs> I digress. So uh, Ricky Chevy's, which that's kind of different kind of porn. Who? Ricky Chevy. Who? Uh, yeah, no, he no one knows who he is anymore. Um, but anymore. Uh, but anyways, no. It it what one thing that's cool about Jericho is that I ordered a picture to get signed by my daughter, and um, I, it didn't come in the mail in time. So I I was telling him this. I was like, man, my daughter really loves you. She always put me on the list. She would. I wish I had a picture of her where I can send it to you. You know, there's somewhere I can send it. He was like, would it just be easier just to sign it here? I was like, sign something here. And I was like, oh yeah. He goes, hang on. And he yells at. Um, a girl who, by the way, I'll tell you who this is in a minute. He was at a girl. They're like uh, this. They're a marketing person. They're, I don't know, your your manager, whoever, like does everything. Mm-hmm. Brings her over, and she he goes, bring me another picture of him for his daughter. So he signs like a special picture just for her. Uh, makes it out to her, tells her don't make the list. All that stuff is really cool. I was like, thanks so much, and um, told him about the podcast. Gave him stuff. He said go check it out. I told him I would do a review on the on the show, which I'm doing right now. I'm on it, and he's like, oh, thanks, appreciate the love and support. Go on me. You know, go on and wave. So, to the picture, and this girl was this, this woman was really hot. That is like this manager thing. Yes, she but, was. And I'm looking at her, going, "Man, she's not so familiar." Her name is Zahara, and I'm like, <laughs> "Man, I, I just I, me and my buddy Clint who was there. By the way, Clint, shout out to Clint. He had a great time, but he was there. And he, we were talking, going, "She looks familiar." Then later, someone else asked asked her if she still wrestles, and then he looks over. He goes, "He goes, uh, wait a minute. She, she still wrestles. She was she that girl in NXT?" And all of a sudden. Like a light bulb, ding, 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 and all clicked. Everything just right there was like Seth oh, Rollins' ex girlfriend. Seth Rollins. Why are you guys still my thunder for? That's what I do. It was Seth freaking Rollins' ex girlfriend. The one, the one that because she did get fired when she when a picture of her on her uh, Instagram was released of a Nazi picture and like on her wall, she got fired because of that. Sorry, what I was like. Sorry, what happened? Circumstances, and I think I think I think later rumor is that WWE made Seth Rollins break up with her because they were she was always at his events or whatever. And they right, wanted to right, cut right. completely. So, um, and she goes, "Yeah, it is what it is." Uh, and I was like, "Are you still wrestling?" Because she was doing indie stuff, and she's like, "No, but she's working on another project." So I don't know what the project is, but maybe maybe one day she come on the show and shout it out. Um, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. But I did. She was very very sweet, very very nice, uh, uh, very lovely. We, uh, took my picture with her. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I've seen yeah. you shoot your shot on uh, Twitter. Hey, she did she block she, it? She, she retweeted. Did she it. block you? No, she retweeted. Did me. she follow you? She don't. No, she didn't follow me. Did Chris Jericho follow you? Yes, Chris Jericho follows me. No, he didn't. Yes, he does. We're 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 best friends. I don't that, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe I'm, he follows I'm the you. best friend of Jericho. He follows me, man. How'd you like that right there? Okay, where's his <laughs> mute button at? We can edit that out though. 
You must be deleted from the podcast, Daniel, (laughs) and I will take over as the rightful host. (laughs) All right. So, anyway, went off the track. So, so back. We're getting back. So, what I want to recommend is if you're in the area where Fozzie's going to be, or somewhere within driving distance, because there's people that was lived in Indy that came down, which is like a two-hour drive, and Lexington, an hour drive. So, if you're in areas where you're close by vicinity, I recommend going to the show. The tickets wasn't that bad. I mean, you don't have to do the VIP like I did. All those worth it. But, um, you know, just the tickets alone for most of the concerts I've looked up are average 25 bucks, and it's so worth it uh, for that. Did so, he know he was booking a show at a strip club? He, he did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did. He talked about it. Well, that he makes still, him even cooler in my eyes. Um, and there were some other uh, people that in the Louisville area that were there hanging out beforehand that I ran into, got to talk. I'm not going to mention their names right now, but it's someone that maybe the future will have on the show. Very high profile in the wrestling, WWE world, OVW, U of Louisville area. U of Louisville. Uh, Louisville area. So they'll, um, they've, I got a commitment from them on the show, so I can't wait to have them on in the future. So anyways, um, that is my Fozzie review. And uh, like I said, I recommend you go check them out. That was awesome. Yeah. That is right. Oh, speaking you, of that's you, you awesome. You should have saved it for that segment. Yeah. Speaking of that is awesome, let's do our This is Awesome segment. My This Is Awesome moment kind of ties in a little bit to like what we do here. For some reason in this area, radio and wrestling are coming together once again. Saturday night at the Saturday Night Special, my friend Tony Vanetti made his long-awaited return to the OVW arena to take on his new nemesis, Shannon the Dude, from Kentucky Sports Radio. It was awesome to see him back in there. I remember growing up and watching him um, do the J.D. Byrider commercials. Yeah, locally a car dealership. Right, a a car dealership. Sleazy car dealership. Uh, A very, very cheap car dealership. Sorry, Tony. Um, Oh, he just getting paid. He didn't care. He didn't care. Uh, Either before then or after then, which I'm not sure where, where in the timeline this falls, he wrestled for OVW. He was one of the original OVW wrestlers. Who's that? Tony Vanetti. No, he didn't wrestle. He did like he did like stupid radio stuff for for the radio station. No, he wrestled for OVW. He he talked about this on OV on Ohio Valley Wrestling last week. Okay, that he was in one of the opening classes for OVW. So wh- no matter where that fell in the timeline, whether it was before or after, he made his triumphant return this week. And it was awesome. And it's kind of got me feeling some type of way because I'm not sure, you know, Shannon, the dudes out there, let's not call this a, a, I'm not laying down a challenge or anything because I don't have that kind of clout in the wrestling world yet. But he's carrying around a radio heavyweight championship of the world in OVW. This dude's like five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing. I'm not saying to put the title on the line against me. I'm not saying not to, but it was awesome seeing my guy Tony worked with him for a couple of years in in the uh, sports ra- uh, sports radio business a while back. Um, great dude, he does a great job, and it was He's good. Friend of, He's him. a friend of mine too. Yeah. I know Tony. Oh, yeah. So uh, that was my this is awesome moment seeing him back in the arena. All right, nice. Uh, mine is uh, Brie Bella having her baby. 
Um, I think it's uh, awesome. It actually happened the day that I saw the Fozzie show, so it was that same day, so it was kind of cool. And actually, I think um, uh, it seemed like Chris got a text or whatever about stuff, and he was kind of like, Oh, he he seemed like there was something going on, and now knowing what it was, I bet that was I bet he was getting a text. Let him know they had a baby or whatever. So um, it was pretty cool. I'm I'm excited for Bree and Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, whatever. But I'm excited for those guys. Uh, I think uh, you know being me being a father, it's really cool to uh, it's just a whole new different experience, and uh, so um, you know it's pretty awesome. And I'm sure we won't see Daniel Bryan on TV for a little bit probably, but uh, when he comes back. He'll probably. I'm sure they'll make some kind of announcement about her, make some kind of part of the storyline, or he'll be glowing. He'll 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 have a different glow about him uh, than he already does. So it's pretty cool. So that's my this is awesome moment. Mine is going to be a guy that's kind of been floating under radar in NXT, and it's unfortunate because he just came back from injuries time and time again. But uh, Hideo Itami, man, I'm glad he's back in NXT doing his thing. He's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle. Yeah. After you know his, I guess. His buddies like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens made it to the main roster, and he's kind of still in developmental. Not through his fault, but mainly right. just all the injuries that he's collected recently. Like he had a what was it like a torn rotator cuff a couple mm. years ago, and then he yeah. had another injury right before uh, like November or something like that. Yeah, it's one been one takeovers. right after the other. It feels like. And what, what's funny though is that each time they've come here for NXT, he hasn't been on TV yet, but he was like coming back each right. single time yes, and yes. had like a, a warm up match or something. And finally, yeah. he's going to get his NXT title shot yeah. next weekend against Bobby Roode. Which what's well, this weekend coming up? That will probably be the best match on the card. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? Did you see his tweet? He tweeted out. I, he said Chicago is a great place for me to put my use my GTS. Mm. The real GTS is what he said, mm. something like that. So it was a little kind of how you doing, CM Punk. So, um, all right, that's our this so is also cool. moment of the week. What I want to uh, get into a little bit is kind of what's we got it coming up this week, and we got pay per views. We got the uh, we got the NXT Takeover in Chicago, right? And then at Sunday you have Backlash, the the SmackDown exclusive, exclusive Backlash, which happens to be uh, Shinsei Nakamura's very first. Um, main roster match on TV. Now he's wrestled many times, and I saw him. We saw him live in Louisville at SmackDown Live after as a dark match. So he technically has wrestled in the WWE ring before. But the three million, four million people that watch the week, every week, most of them haven't seen it. So, um, and there's a lot of people that don't watch NXT that's never seen him wrestle before, so they don't know who he is. You know, so they're about to find out for the first time at this uh, this pay per view, so uh, or network special, whatever you want to call it. So I'm I'm excited about that, and I think the uh, you know the storylines they got going out going in right now on on both Raw and SmackDown. You know, we kind of talked a little bit of it when we talked about the shakeup, but they are they're very different, unique. Um, some are the same, but uh, very odd. The people that are using, like for example, the women's division right now. Um, the welcoming down. committee. The welcoming committee. I like the fact that they have a fraction, a fa- fraction, in and um, in, in, in women in SmackDown or even whoever. I like the fact that they're doing that. But it's why those four? Because those are the only four that don't have anything to do on TV every week. No, because the other ones are too busy putting on five star matches. 
No, 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 no. I, no, I, I, I. You don't think Natalia ain't putting on five star matches when she wrestles? They, they don't want to give her the ball to run with it, so she's in the she's in the background. No, I think Natalia can absolutely put on a five star match, but they have always been hesitant. They have went as far as to bringing up four, five, or six NXT girls instead of giving her the opportunity to run with the ball. I don't think that Carmella's ready yet. I apologize if you're listening. I don't think Tamina's ready. I apologize if you're listening. And I could I could wrestle James Ellsworth under the table, and I've never been trained a day in my life. And I know we're talking about women, but he fits that category because he's in the faction and because he's a wuss. Well, okay. First off, Carmella can wrestle. I mean, uh, I don't think so. Why, why don't you think so? So you probably thought Nikki Bella couldn't either, right? No, I knew she couldn't. Nikki Bella can wrestle. You, you stop it. You, Get some help. Get some help. No, look, you and your I, I was it CW, IWC, whatever you call yourself. I don't even care. Who are you talking about? The internet wrestling community. Oh, whatever. I don't. I, I don't. Oh, I don't give myself nicknames. That's so uncool. So I don't. That's what people. That's that's not that's not a nickname. That, that okay. Well, myself. I've never called are, myself. Are we that. sure we didn't swap you out with like Vader or Rip Rogers oh today? Look, these these girls. Some now, there's a couple that can't wrestle, and we can go into that. But um, Nikki, um, no, Carmella, I'll give you a little bit. But Nikki Bella actually can can wrestle. She's had good matches. The problem is when you only get two minutes on TV, you can only do so much. That's weird because uh, Becky and Charlotte and Bailey and Sasha can flat out let it fly. Yes, and it doesn't matter that they only have two minutes every week. But no, that's no, no. a different they, story. They, we can say that on, for a different show. They get more than two minutes now. When they were getting more than two minutes, Nikki was on the shelf with her neck injury. So I mean, I'm not can't... a fan of her. I, I've never been a fan of her wrestling style because I quite. Honestly, thought, but she also thinks John Cena can't wrestle either. Brie, her- I thought Brie was a better wrestler than Nikki by far, not even by just a little bit by far. Brie, Brie is a great wrestler. They both by are good wrestlers. Far, no, I don't agree with that. But anyway, all right, anyway, and John Cena can't. So, so <sighs> I, I need a drink after all this. John Cena can't wrestle either. Get your true move out, J.K. The one, take a sip. The, the one that's been the the face that runs the place for all those years. The guy who's had the most. Five star matches. Or we've had this discussion before. You don't think he's oh ever had a five star match? Did you just say he's had the most five star matches out of out of the people right now that are that are wrestling right now? Oh, so AJ Styles doesn't exist anymore? No, I didn't, no, no, no. I'm talking about no, no, no. We're not talking about AJ Styles, okay? But you just said yeah, he you, had I the did most five star matches I have, I have of to, anybody right now. I have to. Agree. I hate that I'm agreeing. Where's my mute button at? I'm gonna look. AJ Styles has had great five star matches, but but some of them, not not you haven't seen a lot of them because he was in a, he was in another organization that no one. I've watched. seen them all. Yeah, but you you like to beat yourself in the head with this. No, with a I pan. watch I watch all wrestling. I'm not a uh, I don't I don't discriminate. I, I support all the different found federations and foundations. They're all uh, automatically recorded. New Japan, Ring of Honor, OVW, even total nonstop. Crappy snoozing is, rec- and honestly, I've not watched that since the Hardys left. He, he, but he, no one watched his matches, so I find that hard to believe that no one watched his matches. No, do you, okay. There's still when he came out in the Royal Rumble, 
they did it. They perfectly did it in Orlando. It was a perfect spot to do it because if they did it anywhere else, he wouldn't have gotten the biggest reaction he would he would have got there. I'm not saying that AJ Styles is not the best or whatever. I love AJ. What's the what next I'm, topic? We're gonna hold on. Agree on this what one. I'm saying is, what I'm saying is though, they they strategically put it, made him come out there because of the pop. And then when people are going, why is everyone cheering him? What's going on? Then they're going to check it, check it out, and see what's who this see, guy is. I, I don't know if that te- necessarily tells the whole story of why he no. got over that night too. Because you got think it's the Royal Rumble. There's a lot of you know. Well, there's also Roman fans. Reigns in the stinking ring too, as well. Ugh. Yeah, who, who everyone hates that year. Everyone and their mother was injured, and they had to scramble to get a main event. They do, you know, they did. You're right. There's a lot to it, but I'm just saying like that was the perfect spot to bring him in because. <laughs> You had your hardcore fans there in Orlando. They were there ready to see him. You had Roman Reigns in the ring they can't stand. And then here comes the darling AJ Styles to save the day. People like me, who love all wrestling and are not just front runners, have been waiting years and years and right. years and knew from all of his great matches in New Japan, all of his with the Bullet Club that run with Shinsuke, the club. Um, gosh, do you know? Forgetting. Hold on. Do you know how many people will never watch that, but are watch WWE? Millions. I mean, when Roman Reigns got slammed in a in an ambulance, they brought, they had a petition <laughs> to get Braun Strowman fired for what he did to Roman Reigns. I mean, come on. I think you're in the minority on this one. I think you're one of the very few that don't support, or not don't support, but don't watch wrestling across the board. I do. I do. I keep up with I, Omega. I keep up with everybody. ROH. I keep up with with New Japan. I keep up with that stuff because of most those. people do though. Most people most no, people who watch don't. wrestling do. You could have, and this might even be something y'all can call in and comment on for the voicemail. We, we've opened up a new feature this week, uh, Daniel. You can give them the number here in a second where you can call and leave your opinion. Tell us what you what you think about this. Do you do you agree with me? And think that everybody knew who AJ Styles was, had seen him wrestled, and had been waiting for that day. That's why the pop was so big. Or are you with Daniel, who just thinks, oh, they did it in Orlando. Nobody knew who he was except for them. And on his career. And you can give us a call. What's the number, Daniel? Area code 502-694-2310. Yeah, and, and leave your messages. I mean, I don't care if you agree with me or not, but just... Give us your feedback there, because I, I, I tend to think that more people are going to be on my side on this, which they should be on everything, because I'm not wrong. But I think they're going to be on my side. Even JK, I think, kind of agrees with me on this one, which is scary to both of us. I, I do, because, you know, as much of a big deal as they made with AJ Styles coming into WWE, and rightfully so, you know, people see him, he puts on these blockbuster matches time and time again, especially with your boy Cena. My boy Dean Ambrose, and after that they're like, "Oh, this guy had a huge pedigree a while back. Let's watch it. I don't know his triple threat, legitimate five star match okay, against okay. Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels." Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. I just brought this up earlier about Shinsuke Nakamura. You know how many people that have never seen him wrestle before right now that are watching WWE? Millions never I, seen him wrestle. I'd seen uh, him in Ring of Honor in New Japan. Hold on, but. You can see my ring of honor in New Japan. He's on the network for a year. Over a year, he's been on the network. But they, no one's still seen him wrestle because that's all they do is watch Raw and Who's SmackDown. Not seen him? No, I see again. I think 
and we'll, and we'll we'll move away from this topic because it's obvious we're not going to agree on this. Everybody I know that has the network watches NXT religiously. Okay, but right, but you're but there's a and bubble that you're in. There's a, you got to understand there's a there's an outside bubble that you're not in. But NXT is one of the most watched programs on the network. So for you to use the okay. example, it's on the network. So da, da, da. okay, you but can't hold have on, your cake hold and on, eat it too. No, no, Daniel, yeah, Daniel, I understand what you're trying to say. I really do, but I think you're trying to cram something. Into a very small box. Because, yeah, there are those people that, you know, just watch Raw and SmackDown. But you got to think, WWE's a global brand. So with that comes, you know, the supplementary material like the website, the YouTube channels, the Twitter, the Facebook. Wait a minute. Hold on. Well, here's, here's, my, here's my proof. The WWE averages 2.5 to 3, 3.2 million viewers a week for Raw. These are people that are not watching. The, they're, not, they're getting the, the, the live versions of the show not the dvrs people either okay so there's even it's even bigger than that the network only has 1.5 million subscribers so therefore there's a 1.5 million people that are not watching nxt that are watching raw smackdown so you put the number like that but that means one out of every two viewers for wwe 50 percent chance somebody has seen shinsuke in some capacity dropping knowledge and let's not also forget i've got 10 people that have my login. Ten, ten, hold on, ten, hold on, ten. Hold on. So that one point five is not very accurate. Hold on. There's also there's also there's also viewers that just show up and watch Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. I they just, doubt that. I don't. They just watch those. See, I don't so, count those people because these are probably the same people that you know only watch college basketball during the NCAA tournament or the NFL during the Super Bowl. It's obviously going to get more coverage because you know that's the A list shows that it's. It, they don't. They're not really steady viewers week in and week out. And they wouldn't apply to your. Just we're, we're putting a case down. They, they wouldn't apply to your case anyway because you're talking about the three million people that watch Raw every week. Well, they're not one of them if they only okay. tune into the pay per views. Let's talk about the ten people that watch wrestling with me every single Monday night. Okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. I got another. another okay. Another, another, right. Okay. Go, here we go. go. How old are you? Uh, go that's none of your business. This, you're in. You're in. Just give me. I'm your, between thirty and forty. Okay. All right. I'm in my thirties. JK, you're in your twenties, okay? I have a seven I have a se- fifteen. I have a seven year old. All right? I have a seven year old. That even though I show her other stuff, I even took her to OVW, she likes wrestling, but all she's all she is is WWE. So she didn't know AJ Styles until he comes out on the Royal Rumble. She don't know Shinsuke. Well, she watches NXT, so it's a little different. Right. But she don't know those people until I until I introduce them to her. But they may have been wrestling for years, and she could have easily got a hold of it. She she goes. But to those YouTube people don't have net. They don't pay for a network account. So again, those people wouldn't count in your in your numbers. But so you know how many kids go to go to WWE? Kid, I mean, even older than seven, ten, ten, eleven, twelve years old to go to these shows. Big WWE people that still don't have the network because their parents don't get don't let them buy it. Don't have the network. I have personally Raw. given my network credentials to like seventy but, people but across Louisville. Well, you can't do that anymore. But, it, d- but you watch Raw and SmackDown. That's all they watch. They don't know anything else. And when they see a new, do, do they see Shinsuke Nakamura. They may see highlights of. To them, it's like this is a new guy. That's He's a very very small percentage though. It's a big we're percentage. We're talking about paying customers though. But we're talking about you can't use one set of numbers and then like pick other parts. To, to benefit your, your argument, we're talking about the paying customers. The 3 million people that watch plus the – and it's probably closer to 2.5 million people that that log into the network to watch every single 
Because like I said, everybody's got, I don't care who you are, my, my brother, two of my best friends, and my dad are all logged in to my network account. And there's, there's a couple more people that they've given it to. It, it's, it's, you, you just, like I said, let's agree to disagree and let's just move on because well, we're I'm, not going to agree. All on I'm going to say is all. that there's, there's millions of people that still, we're in a bubble. We, we don't understand. But there's You're in a of bubble. People, no, there's millions of people that don't watch everything that we watch and don't know who some of these verses are. We got to keep in consideration. And there's a smart reason why they do some of the things they do, why they introduce somebody the way they do it and all that kind of stuff. And it's why you bring out people from the day after mania and do something special today because you're going to have the hottest crowd there the day after mania. You're never going to have, if you brought any other raw, it may not be as hot, but when you bring them out the day after mania, you're going to have the most diehard, crazy, charismatic fans you can think of. That's why you do what you do at the day after mania. The, they did a 24 special about how they do things the day after mania because it's a special night and it's bigger and because the crazier fans are there. Anyways, all right. Yeah, we'll agree to disagree, but I know I'm right. No. All right. So um, let's just get into our news report. Now it's time for the Ringside News Report. All right. Injuries are pretty commonplace in pro wrestling, but we've had a recent injury bug come into the dub, as I like to call it. Uh, Emma, who... Came back from a neck injury not too long ago, and maybe this is a future show, but at the pretty trash angle with it, but I digress. She's got a shoulder injury, and it looks like she's going to be out for two, three months, maybe. Something like about eight weeks, something like that. Yeah, she's rehabbing now. You know what's crazy, though? Every single time, she heard, she heard it overseas. This got done with their overseas tour. Every time they go overseas, somebody gets hurt. And and somebody in a big storyline or somebody that's in, that's being used. It's yes, never just Emily knows a huge storyline. Well, no, she's being used right now. I know, but it's just it's it's someone that's being used. Someone always gets hurt. Like you had Rollins and you had Daniel Bryan, and you just it's never fails. So it's just like you know maybe they should stop going. Sorry guys, over over the pond, cross the pond over in England. Maybe we just stop going over there. Everybody gets hurt. Yeah, but they have some of the best crowds, so I mean, I wouldn't That's want that true. stuff yeah, for I that reason. So. Well, I think I think the problem is they do so many shows in such a short time. I think that's why they get hurt. Probably. I think if they spread it out like they do in the states, it wouldn't be so bad. Um, yeah, and unfortunately, this hurts me substantially more than Emma getting injured. But Braun's injured too. He's going to be out same time frame as well. Yeah, we reported that on our on our Instagram. Uh, we shared the news once it was once it was out that Braun Strowman is looking like he's going to have ma- minor surgery on his elbow. The storyline is right now that he's got a rotator torn rotator cuff. He can't wrestle, but the truth is he's got bone spurs in his elbow. He had to have a minor surgery. He'll be out uh, six to eight weeks. He may they may be able to make it for the Great Battles of Fire pay per view, but more than likely, I think they hold him off. There's no reason. Just put wait till SummerSlam and just do something with him there. I was so pumped when he called out Brock Monday night. That was going to be my this is awesome moment. This this week and then i found out he got hurt and it wasn't as awesome but i can't wait for him to take apart brock lesnar systematically dismantle brock lesnar ah, we can see i mean he's definitely getting getting the push and everything but or, this you know is... just go full bane on roman reigns again yeah yeah that'd be great anything that gets him off my tv will be awesome well this is uh pretty much like a put the put the pedals on him a little bit um or the brake pedals on him on his push <laughs> A little bit, but um, I'm sure they'll 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 put the pedal in the metal on him again. 
for sure. I had to keep going with that reference. Yeah, so. I, I, I really wish I had this last 35 <laughs> seconds of my life back. Uh, sure, you can have it. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the the big news of the week. So, I mean, uh, um, you well, know, uh, so, I mean, that's kind of, you know, I guess that's pretty much, there's not really too much out there right now um, as, we, as we record this, you know. And uh, so let's let's you know we I like to search and 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 look through Twitter for see if there's any Twitter beef you know see if there's okay. a couple of haters out there couple of who couple of haters a couple of haters couple of haters and I stumbled upon this while I was waiting for YouTube Jabrones to show up today no offense you can't get mad so evidently Randy Orton and, and Bully Ray are going at it evidently Randy had said something after the. Uh, Rip this Rogers. Smackdown Live. Oh, okay. Yeah, it had it had to do with the Rip Rogers thing. Yeah, right, yeah. And uh, Bully Ray tweeted out something. Uh, it was a picture of him doing it. Evidently, the Rip Rogers thing was something about criticizing people who, who were using dives too much. That's Well, the just like it. it was basically being that you go to an indie match and all you do is get these high spots, which right. I did a random Right, you did few, that. I did okay. a you see, so. what, what really boiled down to was Rip Rogers is an avid listener of the Ringside podcast, and Absolutely. he committed gimmick infringement on Daniel and, and even okay. Ricky Chevy, which I don't know if that's an insult or – Yo, Rip Rogers trying to uh, glamorize what Chevy said too. He he's never even met Chevy, I'm sure. But the back to the story. Uh, shout out, homie. Um, so talking about so Bully Ray. So Bully Ray posts this picture where he's doing a dive, and him and Orton go back. Uh, he says something smart. I like to. I don't have the tweet. Right you I have got it. Right it. Here. Okay, so read read the tweets, and then I want to read the one where Randy Orton hits his Mortal Kombat finisher on him so you read uh, well, the one where bully says something to orton and orton was like fat out of shape divers oh yeah well this is what orton says okay. so he he ch- tweets a picture of him saying dive with a with a like rock and roll symbol um emoji and then randy orton's lol there's a difference between a young hungry talent diving and an old out of shape vet fallen oh no he goes dot 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 fallen Okay, and then Bully responded to that. Yeah, then I'm going to that right now. Hang on, sorry. Okay. Yeah, and then um, your internet connection is very slow. No, it's 5G. There's five bars <laughs> no, on my phone right now. it's 55G. It's 55G. <laughs> he pounded what, it. What? What? No, then he goes, uh, Dear Randy Orton, my, dot, 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 my tweet had zero to do with you. Looks like you were wrong again. You're so awesome. Fallen is better than... Greater than House of Horrors. Right. And just a, a couple of other background tweets. Uh, Velvet Sky replied to Randy Orton's tweet saying, oh, that was rude or that was a douchey thing to say. It was a dick. He got him right. I'm not, no, I'm not going to talk like that. No, I've, the, the children, the 55 children. Yeah, he's are, up on the censors, will you? Yeah. Call I, I'm talking about a... The, the, right. Someone being a dick, not right. a body part. All right. Well, we'll just have to bleep that Either out or. later. Uh and then somebody told him, uh, it was a rando, told him something about his his title reign was flopping. And he was like, you'll have to be more specific. I've had 13. And then, so then he said, uh, Bully said something about uh, falling greater than House of Horrors, to which this is the Randy Orton reply. Sorry to the indie Marks guys and old timers who do dives that took offense. Just having a good time over a few drinks in Denmark, closing the SmackDown Live tour. Uh, 
while beating Raw and making over $5 million in the last 11 shows. Now, I noticed some that doesn't equate to a standing room only crowd of 150 people paying $8 each at an armory somewhere. But in the big boy world, that's calling putting butts, using other words, in seats. So enjoy your flips, dives, and 20 super kicks per match. To each their own. I will go dive back into my 13th title run and get ready to flip when my bank statement comes out this month. Dot, dot, dot. Headlock. You see, the whole Rip Rogers and Randy Orton and Bully Ray or whatever the hell else got involved in this, that's just an extension of last year's debate when uh, Ricochet and Will Osprey had that infamous match in Japan where it basically looked like a Cirque du Soleil show. Pardon my French, menage a trois. What? It's not. All right, but I digress. It, It was basically the Ricochet Will Osprey match where they just. Did a bunch of flips, a lot of crazy athletic stuff, which I can appreciate, but a lot of the, I guess, old regime of wrestling, guys like Vader and Jim Cornette, they took an exception to it because there wasn't a lot of, quote, psychology, a lot of, you know, in-depth storytelling with the match that they provided. And I know that ties into that point you made a while back about using high-impact moves so much that, by extension, they lose their impact because it's basically become passe to use. Yeah, it's 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 my pipe bomb from a few episodes. Go back and check out the episode uh, where I did the pipe bomb. I believe it was episode three is where I did the pipe bomb. So go back and check that out. And that's where I talked about hot sp- No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I was still talking about hot spots. It's finishers and hot spots. Just go back and listen to all the episodes. Well, it's it, that's where yeah, well, of course. But that's where I made this point. It's I'm getting I was getting sick and tired. And Britt Rogers, I'm like when I read it, I was like, yeah. Then I saw Randy comment and say dive, and I, it just was it just was great. But he was ripping into people doing these crazy spots and no 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 psychology, no no storytelling, nothing. Go go to the best match. We talked about this. My great before on the show, the best match I think I've ever seen, and and it's debatable, and I get that. But it's the WrestleMania 25 match between Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Their match they had was amazing. It was storytelling. It had high spots, but it had them at the right moment. It had kick out of finishers, but it had them at the right moment. And because it was WrestleMania and it was a big match, go back and watch that. You'll see exact. And it even had a botch spot. And guess what? It's Still was got over. Go back and watch that and see how it's done. Two of the greatest of all time doing it perfectly, doing it old school, keeping up with the new style. And that that right there is by far, like I said, it's great. It, that storytelling. You don't need flips and super kicks and dives and all this stuff to do that. You just need you know fists, not flips. All right, so let's go ahead with our rapid fire. Somebody call nine one one. Shotty fire burning on the dance floor. You're going to start a fire that you cannot put out. It's up in flames. What is that? The gasoline? They could not be that heinous. And my God, the casket's on fire. The casket's on fire. Hot in the sun in the south of Spain. Got me soon as I walk through the door. All right, so here we go with our rapper fire. So we're going to start. Right here. It's my favorite part. Yeah, this is good. Because we don't know. Just let y'all know. Let y'all in, by, in the scenes. 
Other than Daniel, the rest of us do not know what the rapid fire. There will be times are. when it'll be the same way, but, but yeah, but you right. Know. So this is fun for us. Yep. We get to just off the top of the dome. So let's go. Adam Cole. Who? Adam Cole. No, that, that's my response. Wow. Are you kidding me, Mister? Oh, no, I know. Everything. I know who he is. I just don't care for him. That's why I said who. He is about to be the face of NXT. Baby. Next. JK? I'm glad he's in the WWE or NXT, baby. Yeah, and I guarantee he might show up this weekend in Chicago. I wouldn't right. doubt it. No, I, I'm just joking with you. I did not know. So then he signed with the, with, with NXT. I wasn't aware of that. No, he hasn't. There's a, there's things called secrets. Oh, okay. And I'm Sorry. not making a public yeah. announcement yet because I want people that I want to, you know. He was on ROH TV this week, so I didn't know he, he he had left yet. He got super kicked. He got super kicked out of the Bullet Club. Right. Yeah, he's, he's gone. He's Bullet a free Club. agent. Awesome. All right. Jericho's run this past year and a half. Jericho's title run. What do you think? Not, not well, title run, I guess, but his whole entire run. The best of his career. The best since his world title run in 08. I would say that. I would that, that run with Shawn Michaels and that whole feud was great. It was probably the best. He reinvented like, himself. This reinvented year. himself. Got a list over. Got a stupid uh, a, idiot catchphrase over. He got a piece of paper. Over. A pop. Over. A pop. Yeah, he got the word it over. It. 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 Drink it, it in, man. He got that over. He got he got the most productive. I don't care what y'all say. Most productive, most reincarnate, just repackaged, just one of the geniuses in the game today. Yeah, and he's not done yet. He'll be back. Love you, Chris. Yep, <laughs> he's listening. He's my boy. All right, that's your best friend. He is. He is. I know. I'm yeah. agreeing. All right, next, Alexa Bliss is as champ. Not a fan. Hmm. I'm fine with it. I'm okay with it. I just think they did it too soon. Yep, that's why. That's why because I honestly because when she was in NXT, she wrestled singles sometimes, but for the most part, she was the manager of uh, Blake and Murphy. And for me, and it's probably my problem with Carmella too. You don't just take a valet, and it'll probably be my problem with Lana when she starts wrestling her single. You don't just pull somebody from valet. And throw them, and I, I definitely did not feel like she deserved to be the first woman to hold both titles. That should have went to Charlotte, should have went to Sasha, should have went to Bailey, should have went to Becky. Uh, I, I would feel a little disrespect if I was one of those women that that somebody who had barely been on the roster a year had had, had garnered both championships. And I know that she got the SmackDown title because of some injuries that went on. Um, with Nikki and uh, maybe uh, who was the other one? Maybe Naomi was Naomi the other one that was. There were two big names that were injured. Uh, I just I don't like it. Well, here's Next. the thing. Here's the thing. I got to give her about, get, get her though. When she's in the ring, when she's wrestling, she's got that heel man. She's got that mouth rolling, roll, kind of kind of similar to Kevin Owens. Like when she's stomping on the girl's hair and you know and the referee's counting. She's the referee's going one, two. You know, and she's she's mocking two, three, like she's ready. She's like counting. She knows where she can count at, and she does this whole act, and like, oh, now I can get up. Ha-ha. I'm going to count with you because I can hold it down for that much, so much longer before you disqualify me. It's those kind of little things that are just very 
We talked about psychology earlier. Very psycho- using psychology, getting her over as a heel. I like it. I just think they did it too soon. I think they could have waited um, to maybe the next pay-per-view or whatever, but they did it too soon. But uh, I'm okay with it. Um, next up is Charlotte's babyface, possible babyface turn. Don't like it. I know. I know that sound. That's been like my my go to term. Charlotte Charlotte is everything that I hope she would have been. She's a great heel, just like her dad. She doesn't have to be all raw raw. She doesn't have to be a fan favorite. Every time she walks out, there's twelve to twenty thousand woos, and it doesn't matter. You don't wait. The way that America has been probably over the last 10 to 15 years, is, and it, it's been evidenced in the Attitude Era, um, they like a good bad guy. And that's what she is. She's a good bad guy. She says all the cool things. If, 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 you, if you like her character like Stone Cold, people didn't, people didn't like him because he went around. Well, maybe they did. Went around being a jerk to everybody. They liked him because he was a, he was a hard worker. They knew where he had come from. And he just went around, didn't give two craps about anything, and stunned everybody he wanted to. And that's what Charlotte needs to do. They need to immediately turn her back heel, but be a heel face, if that makes sense. Okay. I'm going to treat this the same way that I kind of did and went right now with Jinder Mahal. Just what the cake bakes, see what happens with it. I mean, with Becky as like her partner against the, uh, what is it, the... Welcoming committee, right? Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, it'll, it'll give her a shot to at least shine a little bit, you know. I I think if she keeps her personality the way it is, but just makes subtle tweaks to, you know, appeal to the fans, it will work. It's just, you know, the constant, you know, dramatic face heel turns that causes them to flop. Well, Because it, it's, it's like they're betraying what they've established the last, you know, 10, 11 months and then all of a sudden, they're just, you know, the sunshine and daisies type of girl or guy. And then after that, you know, they just kind of flop in and go, revert back to their old ways. Yeah. Here's here, here's my uh, – that's why I said possible baby face turn. Here's my prediction before backlash. She's in charge of the welcoming committee, and she's going to turn on Becky and Ernie and, and, uh, and Naomi anyways. And uh, so you're going to see that. Um, oh, man, don't do that to Becky. Yeah. I don't want her to be the modern-day sting where everybody betrays her. Well, I'm just saying it's going to happen. And it kind of man, makes sense for her to be the modern-day sting, and she'd be the modern-day yeah. fl- flair. So there you go. But uh, so anyways, that's what I think is going to happen. I don't think she's really going to be baby face. I think you're gonna, uh, they're gonna just uh, turn her. It's just like kind of a setup for that big thing and make her more, have more heat on her in the long run. This, at least, what I hope. But if it is, if she does have a baby face turn, we'll see where it goes. See what happens. Um, last on, last on the list is Miz and Ambrose running Raw this past week or last week. I was okay with it. I, you know, you know me. I'm not a very big. Uh... Dean Ambrose fan anyway, and it seems like maybe from some stuff I've read, I'm not the only one who doesn't <clears throat> particularly care for him that much anymore, but it was okay. We knew. Here's the one thing, and I told my niece. She's she's 10 years old. Her name's Ashlyn, and she comes over every Monday night to watch wrestling with me. It's a new passion of hers. We went to Orlando. Uh, we watched wrestling. Uh, I took her to Orlando. I took her to Florida. She's met Bailey. We've heard no, this no, story. No. Go ahead. I took her to Florida for a week and a half. <laughs> And uh, we watched wrestling, and she met Bailey, like you said. I wasn't going to bring that up. And then we watched WrestleMania and all that. And so she's watched with me every single week uh, 
since then. So it came on, and they were the 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 little graphic flashed London, England, and I said, "Ah, oh, crap! They're going to phone this one in because that's the one thing you can ask anybody who 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 is smart to the business. Whenever they do a show in London, you never know what to expect because you can read the results twelve hours earlier." And a lot of people don't even bother watching the pre-tape shows. I know I don't. My guy Steve Rummage, he doesn't. J.K. I don't know if you do or not. Do you still watch them? Even though if you can read the spoilers, that's that. That I'll was. Be, I'll be honest with you. I don't watch Raw at all. Oh, okay. All right. So he well, reads the spoilers. Well, a lot of pe- a lot of people, if they could, that that's TNA's biggest issue. I'm never going to watch them live again because I can all I I know. From experience, from being down there in the area, that that they record on Thursday or on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they record about three months worth of programming in three days. Well, now, now, now before I get a lot of hate tweets, and if you come at me, you best get these Twitter thumbs up there. But that's true. yeah, yes, I do not watch Raw. I, I do watch SmackDown. I do watch Lucha Underground. Matter of fact, I'm still like trying to get through season one right now on Netflix. It's beautiful. But, Raw right now just feels flat without the marquee title on it. Thank you, Brock Lesnar. Which which I've talked about several times in my pipe bomb. Okay, so and, and, and it also hurts that their two biggest names after Brock right now, Roman and Braun. Well, Braun's out, and then Roman got absolutely decimated by Braun at Payback, so right. he's kind of lost that uh, hot touch that he had with beating the Undertaker, which. I'm glad for it, but I'm also kind of mad that they did it in that fashion. Well, okay, so the thing, the thing that is, back to your point about spoilers is that when I know they're in London or doing these pre, which happens every once a year, um, I don't, uh, I don't listen. I stay away. I use self control and stay off the internet. Right. And I have to look at it because I don't want to get. I don't want the spoilers. I want to see what's going to happen. Right, and I don't either. I don't. If I know that's happening, I don't watch it. Yeah. And I didn't even know that they were going to be in London. And as I, soon as I seen that, as soon as I seen that, I told her, "So well, they're going to phone the show." What's that mean, Uncle Jeremy? That means they're not going to try, or we're going to see something stupid. And it's no sooner than I said that, well, to me, to me, Dean Ambrose come out, and I was like, "Well." I'm to me, it's, it's, it's just to me, it's lazy writing. I just think it's lazy writing. For I agree. That. And they're over there, but but we agree. Yeah, but you know they do a lot of lazy writing there. We'll we'll have a a show. I think next week we're going to talk about lazy writing, some way, some way, shape, or form, or like that. Ooh, so I can't wait for that one. Um. Anyways, all right. So that's our uh, that's our rapid fire. Let me stand next to your fire. All right. So before we get into our uh, pipe bomb. Um, segment which I'm going to be doing the pipe bomb, and you almost stole my thunder there for a second, guys. But uh, I'm going to um, throw out our our where you can follow us, where you can hit us up at, all that. First of all, I want to go over again um, the voicemail thing um, that we have. So you know, leave us a message on on the voicemail. Um, call this number in. Um, let us know what you think, your opinions of different things we talked about, or just want to give a shout out. You can you can call five zero two six nine four two three one zero uh just you know uh leave a message well you might hear it on the show that's a possibility we could play on the show and comment about it or we could just 
not hear, just listen to it and say, hey, we're not going to do that. So, Ricky Chevy, don't bother calling him. We're not playing it. And please don't do anything. Don't leave us any weird messages. And that's, that, that is actually directed directly at JK. You're I on the show. I'm going to get weird messages, bro. You're on the show, happen. so please don't leave us any heavy breathing messages. So, anyways, that's a – but anyways, you can follow – if you want to know, if you didn't you write this number down, you want to catch it where it's at, where it's on our Instagram – our Instagram page. It's actually on our, on our Twitter page, on our Facebook page. But we do have an Instagram, too. You can follow us on Instagram, on the Twitter, and on Facebook at Ringside Podcast. Uh, you could also follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Daniel Spencer. At Jeremy underscore CSZ. At Krugermania, brother. All right. And uh, like it, share it, um, you know, and th- we appreciate your support. Uh, for all the uh, all the all supporters all across the nation and all across the well the world because we're worldwide in Australia and Tokyo and uh, we're also in England uh, we're in um, uh, there was another Singapore or Sin- yes. Singapore yeah so we're like we're everywhere Watashi uh, Wabaka to Hitori Amasu that's what we're doing we're, we are we are breaking we are learning new languages to cater to you. Our beloved wrestling audience. They obviously li- know English too because they listen to us. Right, right. Or they right, can right, have right. an app that translates it, one or the other. Okay, I guess that could happen. So, anyways, but thanks for your support. So uh, now it's time for uh, the pipe bomb. You want this? Come on, lay the pipe bomb on me, big guy. Come on, go ahead. All right, my pipe bomb this week is on the Universal title. Slash IC title. I say slash because two titles there. So what I'm what I'm sick and tired of is this, is that the fact that they're going to put, WB, what is your problem? First off, you're going to put a a clause on Naomi uh, when she wins her title before WrestleMania, when she gets injured, that if you don't turn it in within 30 days, all of a sudden, or don't, rest, or don't defend it within 30 days, you have to give it up. And since you're injured, you have to give it up. So they make her, they make her relinquish the title. But then Brock Lesnar wins it at WrestleMania. He's clearly not going to wrestle, defend it until July, July's pay-per-view, Great Balls of Fire, whatever date it is in July, which is clearly three months after WrestleMania. We're at, you know, July is the seventh month. WrestleMania was the first weekend, April 2nd. So we're looking at three months later. That's 90 days. 90 days. That's not the 30-day clause that you made Naomi do it. Why are you okay with Brock doing it? Is it because he's Brock Lesnar? You're afraid that he's going to beat you up if you try to tell him to relinquish the title? Is that what it is? Is that what you're afraid of? I mean, this doesn't make sense. Now, granted, I love the fact that the IC title was the focus. It should always be the focus. The IC title should be the, the, the... Bigger than what has been, it should be put on people like Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and The Miz and Finn Balor. Those people should be going. If they can't, if they're not in the title reign for the world title or the universal title, either one of those, if they're not in that 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 uh, that storyline or that feud, then they need to be boom in the U.S. title or in the IC title. And I see them doing that on both things, and I like that. I love it. It's great. But why make the universal title mean nothing? I could care less. I could care less about it. It looks cool. It looks great. It's red and black. Rock on. NWO for life. Dwarf pack. Woohoo. But I don't, I do not like it. The fact that you're not, not going to defend it for 90 days, but you make the other person give it up in 30. It doesn't make sense. WBE, get things right. Stay, I, I get it. This is, te- you can write things as they come along, but make it the same consistent all the way around. It's stupid. It's completely dumb. 
and by far makes that title mean nothing. But at least the IC title's there, so give you that. But anyways, that's our show. Thanks for listening, guys. And next week we're going to be talking about, speaking of writing and stuff, as we said earlier, we're going to be talking about storylines. And actually, worst storylines ever. Oh, I'm definitely by far going to have the worst storyline ever for you all, and you all are going to smack yourselves that you didn't think of it first. And I'm going to go first this week so somebody doesn't steal mine like they have in the past. (coughs) JK. What are you talking about? Anyways, right, so that's our show. We'll we'll see you next week, and thanks to everybody for listening. Until next time, you've been ringside. See ya. Respect, cause ain't nobody breaking